0: Hey Amy, let me ask you something that's been on my mind for a while.
1: Sure, Dad. What's up?
0: Why is it that whenever I call you or one of your sisters, you never answer the phone or listen to your voicemail?
1: I know, uh, you know, I'm guilty number one for not listening to my voicemails. That's true, uh, but with work, little kids, and everything else that's going on, it's just easier when you text me, and I can text you back.
0: Hmm. Well, okay, that's at least makes me feel a little bit better. I'm uh,
1: not ghosting you as you accused me of doing this morning when Slack exactly, was Exactly, <laughs>
0: exactly. I feel uh, ghosted sometimes. But <laughs> but you know what, there's a message here for ortho listeners. The communication style of our target audiences, moms, have changed. Um, and I'd like to dig a little bit deeper. And let's get an expert in the field. I know who to ask, Keith Dressler, my man from RhinoGram.
2: Welcome to the Survival Guide
0: for Orthodontists,
2: the podcast that makes you the authority in orthodontics in your community. Get ready for insights on how to compete on expertise and trust against mail order in retail orthodontics. It's not always about the lowest fees. And now, from the People in Practice team, your hosts, Dr. Leon Klempner and Amy Epstein.
1: Our guest today is Dr. Keith Dressler, who has more than 35 years of experience in private orthodontic practice and currently serves on the advisory board of the American Teledentistry Association. He is also an avid entrepreneur. In 2000, Dr. Dressler co-founded OrthoBank, And in 1998, he co-founded Elite Physician Services, a national healthcare patient finance company. Dr. Dressler is currently the CEO of Rhinogram, a cloud-based HIPAA-compliant telehealth communication system. Welcome Dr. Keith Dressler to the Survival Guide for Orthodontists.
3: Thank you, thank you, Amy, for having me, uh, and Leon as well, and uh, happy 2021. I'm glad to be out of 2020 and hope Hopefully, all the listeners out there are the same, and hopefully 2021 will be an incredible year for all of us.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yep, yep. yep. Thanks for being here, Keith. And before we get going, let let me let, me let, let the listeners give a, a little bit of a, a slice of Keith Dressler in here. I mean, Keith and I know each other for a long time, and um, I remember at one point in time when we were actually going to conventions and giving lectures— Keith and I were both on uh, the program, and I remember I was going up next, and I was getting mic'd up, and you know they're about to introduce me, and, and I'm fixing my jacket, and, and Keith comes over and, and he says, "Leon, Leon, Leon, come in, take a look at this." And I'm, you know, they 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 were about to introduce me, and I say, "Keith, you know, I'll be there in a minute, you know, and I'm just going to go on." Come on, no, 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 come here, come here, take a look at this. So I come over, and he shows me his uh, cell phone. And on the cell phone, there's a thread and in, in rhinogram of a new patient that goes from a zero to payment, all on the uh, on his app, while we were just you know standing there waiting around. So um, and, and I look at Keith, and he's got this big smile on his face, you know, ear ear to ear. So. I know you're passionate about what you do, Keith, and, and it really is a technology that has, uh, you know, it, it's it's the right time and the right place. So uh, I really uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you.
1: It's definitely a robust, uh, Rhinogram is a robust technology, and it's, it's great to get your perspective because going back to right time and right place, you know, uh, communication, digital communication in the context of COVID is obviously very relevant. Can you talk a little bit about how you developed systems to keep yourself and your team and your patients safe over the past year?
3: Yes, um, thank you, Amy, for the question. But yeah, this year, obviously for all of us, it's it's been a, a big challenge. I think I feel very blessed to have been using Rhinogram Uh, before COVID hit Mm -hmm. uh, because Rhinogram is literally two platforms in one not only can you speak with patients um, uh, you know the way that the patients want to to communicate as y'all described earlier through text uh, we've added video. uh, and, and basically it's as simple as taking my office number for the patient. They don't download a thing and they just start texting and sending photos and insurance cards and payments and anything else that you do in your practice. And then we, we have a team communication built in, which I think is a, a differentiator, a separator, or whatever you wanna call it. And that is, again, Uh, because we're cloud-based, people, uh, my staff, my entire staff could all be at home and we can communicate with each other. We can communicate um, uh, with the patient and or about the patient. And one of the coolest things about Rhinogram is the, the fact that they do have what is called smart routing. And so, You can have a team of folks, and they could all be at home, and let's just say they're your financial team or your insurance team or your appointment team or whoever they are, um, and you can simply route messages that are addressing those individual departments to them. And what has gotten even cooler about Rhinogram is We've just recently added a feature uh, that, that actually um, adds on to this. And this feature was added because patients, um, as they began to text in, would want to text in about maybe more than one thing. So hypothetically, let's say they were going to send me a picture for progress or send my office a picture for progress of a liner or their braces or whatever it was. And at the same time, they may have wanted an account balance. Well, instead of routing that message to me to answer the, uh, how they're doing clinically, and then me turn around and route it to the Um, insurance department to get the new insurance information what we're what we've got today is the ability to add me and add the financial team into the conversation right from the conversation so um, it's really cool they would basically at the you know uh, just like you would use in slack or or twitter or whatever that at symbol and you can add an individual, you can add a team, and bring them right in, right then, to the conversation. And you can have multi-departments, if you will, responding to the multi-questions all at the same time. And to me, it's, it's really cool uh, to be able to do that. But one of the other things that, that we're able to do, and I was able to do, was I moved out all of my braces appointments to 16-week intervals and began doing eight-week virtual check-ins, and by doing this, it it decreased my in-office visits by 40 percent, mm-hmm. and uh, this was just a you know a game changer in terms of the number of people you see a day. Um, the number of staff that is required uh, if you're doing in-office treatments um, uh, there. And as a matter of fact, in my practice, and I hope uh, if listeners who are employees, they don't get fearful of this, I think it's uh, it's actually a good thing for, for a practice. And that is I was able to actually decrease my full-time headcount from Ten employees to seven. It was basically one and a half in the front and one and a half in the back. Uh, have been able to decrease. So again, I, it would increase my profitability by being able to decrease my headcount because mm. staff uh, and employees are one of your biggest expense items on your on your um, on your expense ledger there. And then the, the other thing that I've talked about many times in many of these lectures and podcasts is the fact that I basically was able to move uh, my waiting room to the parking lot. And mm. all, of my, all of my patients understand that uh, they are to text in when they arrive in the parking lot, and, and we then prepare And we are, when I say we're seeing, I've got six clinical chairs where I used to line up six patients every 15 minutes. And now we're lining up three patients every 15 minutes and every other chair. So uh, we keep people separated out, but because I'm not seeing as many folks per day, it's worked out just fine. And as mentioned, I don't need as many clinical staff uh, to do it. And uh, it's really been nice in keeping everyone safe for those people that needed to stay at home, uh, uh, you know, aside from the clinical assistants, um, uh, so to speak, uh, I need them sort of here. But um, those that needed to stay at home that were not clinical assistants they could actually work from home and they're fully engaged with what we're doing they're just not in the physical building so again being able to keep as many people as safe as possible um it's been a blessing to to be able to do such a thing uh, because of rhinogram really Mm -hmm.
0: so um yeah that, that's great. I, I remember when I was in practice we were using like Google Hangouts or some way to communicate and I know a lot of practices use Slack, but this seems uh, a lot more uh, sophisticated and um, you know much more uh, streamlined to use. So people in practice is a marketing company we're we're looking to attract new patients for our clients. Uh, and it seems like every time you jump on social media there's some sort of advertisement for a, a do it yourself or direct to consumer aligner company. I was wondering, do you have any uh, marketing strategies that you use to help acquire new patients?
3: Um, yes, I mean, uh, y- y- we're in a new world. And Leon, I know you and I have spoken about this at length on numerous occasions. And I I really feel like the new age of patient acquisition is going to be those practices that are most advanced online in online advertising. And um, I I used to believe, and I don't anymore, that maybe you you can have somebody in your practice who loves being online, loves being on Facebook, Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. WhatsApp, I mean, any any, and all of them, um, uh, and that maybe they could create campaigns for you um, and keep, keep you up to date on your marketing. Um, but I no longer believe that. I think the competition out in the digital landscape has just gotten to be um, – uh, vast and, and broad, and that orthodontists um, should be looking to professional organizations that, that know the orthodontic world backwards and forwards, such as people in practice um, is, is a great one. So all you listeners out there, if you don't have a marketing company that is marketing your practice, I I really would highly encourage uh, using somebody that is professional that knows our industry, and there's no one better than people in practice out there. So uh, that would be number one, uh, because if you can't compete in acquiring people online, then you're actually going to be losing the game. Uh, and I'm not saying every community is like this because I do have a rural office in in the country and I know that I'm the only orthodontist that goes out there and I'm not going to have to use digital marketing to capture that market. That's not what we're talking about here but it's it's basically when you're in um, uh, the, the city if you will and um, and you're not isolated off, and the competition is keen uh, all the way around from direct-to-consumer companies that are national to your local folks, and they don't even have to be orthodontists. Uh, They're out there marketing themselves like crazy online that are family dentists, maybe, that do orthodontics, and your DSOs that are out there that – could be orthodontic only, but lots are are dentists with orthodontists uh, in the in the facility. So competition is is high, and and therefore your need to be able to brand yourself digitally is critical for the future success of your practice. And when you can do that, then. Really, the world's your oyster, and I've always said that. That actually, we are now in the golden age of orthodontics, and uh, because now distance does not matter. Meaning, when I first started practice, and I know Leon, when you did, um, the you know, ninety-five percent of my referrals are from the general dentist, and. Um, you took them out and you you know, you catered to them and they referred you all your business. And but by doing that, you're the ones that you were friends with, that would send you, that liked you, that you worked well together, that's the, the only business you got, so to speak. And today's world, you've opened up the entire market that you're in no matter distance either, because of the ability to decrease the number of in-office visits, to do so many things online that you could not do in the past, you then have an entire market. So take a bigger city like Atlanta, Georgia, that is massive, and imagine not just being set off in in Dunwoody or Roswell or or some of those side communities, and that's all that, that that you get, but imagine being able to get the entire city of Atlanta because that's really what the, the capability of digital marketing does for your practice. It opens up so many more opportunities for you if you become one of the leaders in digital marketing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And first of all, thanks for the plug. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And you know, it always was confusing to me uh, to try to understand how somebody would invest in technology like rhinogram or dental monitoring. I mean, these are, these are technologies that make it so much easier for the patient, much more convenient and to not let people know about it and it's almost like you're keeping it a secret like what good is having this technology if you don't broadcast to your community that 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 it's available so uh yeah i'm with you 100 percent on that Uh, without sounding too self-serving um that's what people in practice does for practices Whether, whether it's a a city or or a smaller community everybody has competition and the more you can differentiate yourself, um, the better. I, I would
3: a thousand percent agree. You, somebody who who has dental monitoring or rhinogram, they're not just by having that isn't going to make you successful uh, because again, the tool that 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 both deliver um, are the virtual ability. But as you mentioned, if you don't let your community know that this virtual ability exists, then it's no good. You're not going to grow like you could grow as if you told everybody. And from the ads that are being created by companies like yours, Mm -hmm. people go right from there and begin literally engaging with your practice just like i was showing you at that day at the at, as mm-hmm. you were being mic'd up uh on my cell phone I, I was just so excited that by the way i'm getting a brand new patient and i'm at a trade i mean i'm at a yeah a trade show mm-hmm. uh a continuing ed meeting and and i'm still able to see quote new patients from mm-hmm. there which is quite incredible yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah, for but sure. I think
1: that you know, for those that don't um, have professional marketing, and um, to to just add a, a tip here is that whenever there's a piece of technology um, or or some anything that you add um, to your practice, there's obviously you're looking at it from your lens. There are benefits to you, like Keith, you just mentioned. You could literally see what's happening with the progr- the progress of a lead to becoming a patient from your phone. But I would say, you know, as you develop communications, whether they're uh, Facebook posts or, or if you know how to develop an ad, always consider what the benefit to the patient is and lead with that. Um, so, you know, what, if it's uh, rhinogram, we're talking about being able to get all the answers to the questions that you have on your time. You're able to go to the office physically less frequently. So you gain back your time. So it's really about gaining time. It's convenience. Uh, it's open communication. It's speed. So just thinking through, if you're a consumer, what are those benefits, and leading the messaging with that.
0: hmm hmm and, and speaking absolutely, about, yep. speaking about um, strategies, you know, particularly during the pandemic, I was wondering if you have you tried any um, marketing incentives um anything that would help struggling families um have you tried anything like that
3: yes and matter of fact i'm glad you brought that up uh, number one i want the listeners to know that i am typically not a discounter of my fees that's just how i've been um, as a practice uh, my brand uh, as a practice but i did feel that everyone uh, was being affected by COVID. So throughout all of 2020, um, we began to market along with all of the things that Amy said, uh, which, by the way, Amy, those are the the things that we talk about in patient convenience and mm. and all of the things that they can do from their home, less visits to my practice, etc. Is my marketing message to my community. But we also gave 20% off all of all treatments that we did, up to a thousand dollars in an effort to try to help everybody out there because um, we actually live in a blue collar, hardworking town. Um, uh, As mentioned, I've got a lot of country families that that are treated and I just felt like to ease the burden, it was something I wanted to do to to try to help them. And it was met um, very, very well within the community. Um, just everybody who would come in, and this could be either a new patient or a second family member, third family member. They would all thank me, thank my staff, thank my financial coordinator for doing this for them uh, because it really helped them out in a time of need. And the people that really seek the services of orthodontists um, are ones that really care about their teeth and really want a beautiful smile and um, uh, to be able to help them in that way and and be able to see their reaction and their appreciation, then it, it just made me feel great versus um, seeing someone who is just, the lo- you know, seeking the, the low-cost provider. And I was a little concerned about that when i when I did this, um, uh, but it did not turn out that way. Uh, the vast majority were so appreciative, and again that warms your heart because you ended up doing something that you had hoped to do, and that's help the families that um, were affected by financially affected by the virus
1: yes, definitely it's uh, I think that you're wise to be mindful of your brand when uh, going forward with something like this, but in, in the context that you described, and obviously COVID has hit many families hard, it makes a lot of sense and can be uh, you know, communicated also as a community support, community engagement initiative as well. Um, so I think that I'm, I'm glad it worked out and thank you for sharing that with everybody. Um, You know, as we do, Keith, on our podcasts, we uh, ask callers to pose questions to our guests. So we'd like to do that now, if you don't mind.
3: No, that'd be fantastic.
2: Hi, this is Dr. George Soros from North Olmsted, Ohio. And I'd like to ask the question, I know that Rhinogram added video capabilities in 2020. How did that go? And what can we look forward to seeing from Rhinogram in 2021?
3: Uh, thank you, Dr. Soros, for your question. Um, first of all, yes, we did add video. It has gone incredible. Um, uh, video has, you know, is seems to be what uh, patients think when they think virtual visits and virtual exams, and um, especially new patients. It's a great way to meet and greet, I call it. And the, the beautiful thing about RhinoGram's video is we simply text their number a link. There is no technology that they have to understand. They, from their cell phone, they click the link, they allow audio video, and they're in, they're in the waiting room for you or the TC or whoever's talking to them, uh, that's where where they are. So um, you're not faced with the struggles of having to download an app or not understanding technology or better yet, if the video freezes, um, what do we do? You know, I mean, and by the way, 30 some odd percent of videos had technology difficulties one way or another, meaning either the video froze or the patient didn't understand technology, and in some cases, doctors didn't understand technologies. Um, and, And so the ability right then and there, when you freeze, to literally text their phone, we're frozen, please click the link again, And then if you cannot get a good connection, then um, we would do the call sort of asynchronously where I could ask questions and and I had them templated and they can reply. And then I could ask them to uh, text me some selfies right then and there and I can reply. And instead of doing it uh, video-wise, we ended up doing it, uh, uh asynchronously with with photos and in text but at the end of the day it worked worked wonderful now what to expect for 2021 <laughs> we've got all kinds of things uh, uh, that we've got going that already or is there one of the biggest things that i can tell you that we we added at the end of 2020 was we always had templates. But the templates and the attachments to the templates, and specifically the attachments to the templates, came with a limitation of size. And what we have done is we have now created um, the attachment can be any size and can be video. So what we have seen is lots of our doctors have been, adding a welcome video for their practice, whether it's just them or them and their entire staff. It's nice when somebody comes in and is looking for an orthodontist, if you could text them a little link, a little video link, and it's a welcome to our practice little video link. Um, Or they're an existing patient and you can text them a link, a video of something like maybe how to brush your teeth better with braces or whatnot. It's um, it, it's just really cool to be able to send them any size, anything uh, now, and that can be templated. The other thing that we've got, and I sort of alluded to it, is we've always had smart routing, which basically would send, you know, you can route a message to a team, but the ability to now bring as many staff members, as many teams into any conversation is really a game changer, in my opinion, of the ease at which um, uh, all these tasks, all of these different departments that are, are working with a patient can actually all be integrated with the patient seamlessly at, at, and frictionlessly at one time and um, I know my staff has absolutely absolutely loved it other things coming and I'm alpha finishing up the alpha version of what we call smart forms smart forms is going to be really really cool you're going to be able to take any form in your practice you're going to be able to upload it into rhinogram rhinogram is going to be able to take that form make it um, mobile friendly where they would fill in with e-signature at the end. So you can take your health history form, your COVID-19 forms, your HIPAA authorizations, anything and everything, upload it. It'll be the same forms you're used to. We will create the blanks that the patients fill in from their their phone for you, and we will create the e-signature at the end. For whoever's signing it, and last but not least, what's coming probably mid-year, um, and it's something we've we've been working on for quite some time is event manager, and that's where you know you can absolutely create any type of blast um, text situation that you would want. So if you wanted to. Uh, blast accounts receivables where you attach uh, the accounts receivable with a pay now link uh, or pay now button. You could do that. Um, Right now, you can't really do that, uh, but you will be able to do it. And it's going to come with consent management because when you look at other things, whether it's a blast of marketing this or that or a blast about Um, your payments, there's a different kind of law that's beyond HIPAA, and it's called TCPA. And TCPA is Telephone Consumer Protection Act, and it's there to to protect patients or any consumer from any business blowing up their phone with text where that person still may be paying per text where most of us are used to an unlimited plan there are still plenty of plans that are not unlimited and no business is allowed to just start texting anything without the permission of the patient uh for that so we we have that and one of the other things we have is again we not only do we have hipaa consent we'll have these tcpa consents um, and we'll manage them. So if a, a patient basically said, um, no, I don't want any marketing materials, and you were sending out a marketing um, uh, campaign, if you pick that patient, our system will automatically not allow that patient to be loaded into the group that is texted because they have declined uh, marketing consent. Likewise with payment consent as well. Um, And to let the listeners know how serious a thing this can be, there was a urologist who's now a client of Rhinogram whose EHR um, had bidirectional texting. and, And when it came with bidirectional texting, it basically tells the practice, well, you need to understand the laws yourself and make sure you don't break the law. Well, you know how healthcare providers' offices are. They aren't really going to go research the law out. They're just going to start texting. Well, two of the patients had filled out the forms that said they do not want to be texted at all about anything. And lo and behold, they sent out a blast to their entire patient base about something and the next thing you know the FTC's in and it was fifty thousand dollars an incident and luckily it was only two 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 people one incident per person and the doctor was fined a hundred thousand dollars and he went back to the EHR and said, "Hey, it's you need to pay this." They said, "No, no. You didn't read the fine print." The fine print <laughs> says, "Hey, you you have to know the law and you have to obey the law and you broke the law and now you're paying, but we're not responsible. We gave you the ability to bidirectionally communicate, but you've got to know what laws there are when you're looking at texting." versus, let's say, email. Everybody thinks email, well, email was free and you're not running up somebody's phone bill. And that's why when they began to look at texting laws, there are various ones that protect the consumer from their bill being run up and things like that. So Mm -hmm. again, our platform has all of that built in. It has the protections built in. Uh, for you and and I just think it's a it's an important thing to understand Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah for sure it's it's, you've been in this uh, space for a long time you it sounds like you have everything under control from top to bottom Um, so people who are looking into rhinogram should feel comfortable in that you have all of your bases covered to help protect the clients that you have which is Uh, Very reassuring. So um, it's been a real pleasure talking to you, Keith, today. Thank you so much for joining us and for telling us about uh, Rhinogram and how you use Rhinogram and how the practice uses Rhinogram. Um, We'd love to have you back again. And if our listeners would like more information about your services uh, or want to contact you, what's the best way to reach you?
3: Yes, if you want to know about Rhinogram itself and, and see a demo, I would email... Hello at rhinogram.com. That's hello at rhinogram.com. If you've got personal questions you'd like to ask me, my email is d as in dog r as in rake d as in dog at rhinogram.com. So that's drd at rhinogram.com, and, and or feel free to either text me or call me to my personal cell. Um, I'll get back to you quickly. And my personal cell number is 423-505-7712. That's 423-505-7712. And I cannot thank you, Leon, and you, Amy, uh, enough for having me on. I've, I've wanted to come on for quite some time, but Leon and I could never, never find time to, to, that, that was appropriate for either one of us. So, I'm glad I'm finally able to make it, and thank you again for having me.
1: So are we. Thanks again. You can subscribe or download other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, we'd appreciate you telling a colleague. For more information about people and practice, you can sign up for our free marketing newsletter on our website at pplpractice.com.
0: Thanks, Keith. And thanks everyone for listening. If you'd like to contact me directly and discuss how we could leverage your communication technology to attract new patients, shoot me an email at Leon at pplpractice.com and remember, Like Keith said, it's never been a better time to be an orthodontist. We are in the golden age. Take advantage of it. Bye for now.
2: Thank you for joining us on The Survival Guide for Orthodontists, where we help your practice grow within a massively disrupted industry. Subscribe to this podcast and connect with us on social media. Find us online at thesurvivalguidefororthodontists.com.